Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Podcast Juice. My name is Michael Dean. This is the Michael Dean Show. Joining me today, Mr. Big Sexy and Saxer Howard. Hanging in there, doing my thing, and listening to the music and letting it play. Huh. All right. <laughs> all right. Also joining us is Mr. Ampu. I'm doing well and excited to dive into this. All right. Before we get into some other media things that happen, uh, I have to toot to the horn for this one because I was excited. Something I actually got excited about. Uh, we are going to get, you know where I'm going. That's right, goddamn. We're going to get Zack Snyder's cut of Justice League. That is what we've been calling the Snyder cut. Uh, yeah, that's right. And I'm going in. Uh, I'm excited about this because I was, a, as you already know, I'm a big fan of B, uh, Batman v Superman. Uh, I'm also a fan of uh, Man of Steel. But I'm way more of a fan of Batman v Superman. It's not a perfect movie, but there are elements in that movie that I love. I love the aesthetics of it. I love the action. Blah, blah, blah. So I was all into this. I was so excited for Justice League when it came out at first. But I will admit that movie was trash. It was a disappointment to me as a fan of Zack and all that. And I knew or had heard of what was going on with the movie and you know, we saw that they changed the story and cut out stuff and reshot half of the movie. And just tonally, it was a different tone and it just, it was terrible. And it's been a two year, I think a two year thing of fans, you know, have been doing release the Snyder cut. They, they raised a hundred, hundreds of thousands of dollars for charity. Just been going hard online, buying billboards and all this kind of crazy stuff. And now it's come out that yes, uh, Warner Brothers, is going to release it on their new streaming service, HBO Max. Uh, it's going to come out some point next year, 2021. And some of the details that we've heard is that they're going to give Zach another 20 to $30 million to go back and finish the effects. Uh, the big thing to me that was one of the sore parts of the, the original Justice League, they're going to go back to the original composer's of the soundtrack, which was Junkie XL, uh, which he did. Uh, Batman v Super. He was a part of Batman v Superman. Hans Zimmer, Zimmer did the real stuff, but he had originally done some sort of soundtrack or was doing one for Justice League. But when they switched directors, they kicked him off as well and went and got Danny Elfman or Elfman. And his soundtrack was okay, but to me, one of the highlights of Batman v Superman and Man of Steel is the soundtrack, which I own both of those albums. I even have the special edition version of Batman v Superman soundtrack, and that music is dope as fuck to me. So I'm glad that he's going to bring the original guys back for that and possibly getting the cast together in some capacity to work on the film. When they announced that they were doing this Snyder Cut thing officially, officially they had Henry Cavill, Superman himself. He was on the live stream as well. So I thought that that was tight. And then they uh, are saying some things that I think are groundbreaking is that they may actually do two things. They're either going to do this as a four hour director's cut on HBO Max Damn. or cut it into six TV style chapters that would have cliffhangers. So essentially doing a miniseries, taking that movie and making it into a miniseries, which I actually want to see because we haven't we have seen that once i will admit there was one prior movie that did that uh the hateful eight 
I've never even watched that movie, but I know that movie, The Hateful Eight. If you watch it on Netflix, I know for sure it's broken into episodes. Like they broke that movie. It into, is? Yeah. If you go look on there, they broke. So they did something special. So, th- so there's a precedent for it. But this, I think, would be the biggest thing, you know, that people have this attention. Like, yo, they're going to take a movie and then they're going to chop that somehow and maybe reshoot some stuff and turn it into a TV show where they have cliffhanger endings. I think that's, whether or not it's dope or not, that's groundbreaking to me because you ain't never really did that. And on my mind, I can see them saying like, listen, look at Disney over here. <laughs> These motherfuckers got Mandalorian and they got uh, all these Marvel shows Falcon about to drop. Soldier. Yeah, yeah they, got, they got some shit coming and they got the people from the movies. We need our own version of that. Like that's where the game is going. These theaters is closed down and we don't know how long that's going to take. And we need the streaming service to be on the level of Disney. Going in and get Zack Snyder. These these people telling you they want to give you their money. Yeah, and we need a yeah. splash. We need a, a splash. We don't have nothing. There was nobody wasn't talking about HBO Max. Like, oh, I can't wait for that to do. We need something hot. It's something that's a no-brainer. And to me, this is if I was an executive, like, are you 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 talking about these people's buying billboards and they bombing our social media and everybody got the actors involved? You better believe we want that paper. 20 million that's nothing nigga we got a budget for HBO Max are we we got any other thing to be spending this promotional money on go ahead and give them that little 20 million let's get this let's get this paper and we might change the game like what if it is successful to me I hope it is because it could open a door for some other they could be like you know what we can have the regular that Batman movie with Robert Patterson in the theater that's cool Go ahead and get Ben and Flack back in here. We're going to do his shit on TV. It's going to be on HBO Max. And, and cut yeah, him a check. Cool. Oh, go ahead. No, I was going to say, yeah, that does make sense. It's like, yeah, we, yeah. we film it all at once, and then we cut it into an eight-episode series. Yeah, so it, it, this would be our Mandalorian or, or, or our Wanda versus whatever. We'll have Get Ben in here. They love him as Batman. You don't think he going to take this money? <laughs> what else he going to do? What's he going to go do? Those sports movies that ain't nobody watching that just came out? Get right back in here and be a star again. Uh, Gal Gadot, okay, we can keep her thing in the movie, but it would open up that we can have that Snyder universe that we've spent all this time creating and is successful. I'm going to tell you. Play it out right here on the thing. Go ahead. Mike, I want you to please take this in jest and don't take this to heart, but you clearly are not working in the industry. Your gift was made for why the fuck are you up in seattle making signs when you clearly need to be in burbank and working in one of the studios hey i'm challenging you because that's a brilliant idea like yeah it's like okay fine we moving on uh cinematically but on our hbo max like you said you put hell of a point you spend all that money creating the snyderverse well let, and it has a following let's make that money fucking brilliant yeah. I mean, where's your resume at? Because I, I I know somebody at one. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not trying to claim I, I made all this up either, but I mean, just just oh. using the. <laughs> well, no, I'm just saying, just using Disney's playbook, right? That to me, that's what I would do. Like, if I had the the assets that's just sitting there, then why not bring them on the streaming service we have? Again, to me, you can clown Zach and all that all you like, but here's the facts. Zack Snyder created 
the Disney cinematic universe, right? Man of Steel. Say what you want to say. Some people love that movie. DC, DC. I'm sorry, DC. DC cinematic universe. Created that. He casted Gail Gadot. Wonder Woman movie, successful. He casted Aquaman. Did they do a billion dollars with that movie? They sure did. And they're following. And that movie, that movie, and you can go look at the producers on there. It says Zack Snyder. The vision of it is Zack Snyder. The look of the character is Zack Snyder. The costume, that's Zack Snyder. Wonder Woman, the same thing. Uh, Batman v Superman, say whatever you want to say about it. Batman was dope as fucking that. Can't deny that. Did it make a billion dollars? No. Was it? Did it make money? Yes. Did it lose money? Uh, I believe no. Did it do as? It's guilty of not being as good as Marvel. That's what it's guilty of. Some people like it. Some people don't. That's what all movies. Justice League. Now that's a trash movie, but that's not his fault that the movie is trash. Now you might say, well. Was he just going to do just do more of the stuff that he normally does? I would say yes. I, I, and I like that. Like all movies aren't for everybody. Does his movies need to be a billion dollar sellers just like Marvel? No, no movies need to just be like Marvel. Let Marvel do Marvel's thing. They can do their own thing. They are successful with them. The spinoff movies, Wonder Woman and Aquaman, hugely successful. And they wouldn't even be the movies they are if they weren't tied into the Zack universe because he, he created that. So he has something that works. And to me, when we can get away from just trying to compare it to Marvel all the time, which I don't, I can understand why, but it really doesn't make any sense. The two different aesthetics. Marvel's are popcorn, family-friendly adventure movies. The DC movies are not built that way. And they don't have to be. There's, there's a place for everything. Just as a Deadpool movie is not a Marvel Cinematic Universe movie. It's Deadpool. He's on some other stuff. I don't know how they're going to incorporate that in there. I don't think you can, personally, without dumbing it down. But all movies don't have to fit that template. So to me, it makes sense for HBO to be like, yo, shit, we can have our thing. It be what it is. And we can put this on the streaming thing. And we can still have movies in the theater that are totally separate, i.e. Joker, this new Batman. And then we can have this other version that obviously is insanely successful look at the fan base do you see fan bases jumping out of the to go change star wars like this you think this they gonna change star wars oh the fans is going so hard that star wars is trash you gotta change they're like man please they still buying tickets they're like shit bring zach back put him in place eat crow get those people out of there who got him fired and all that and let's get this bread so this is exciting to me i i just think that I want to see what happens. Like, of course, I'll probably like the majority of the, the story of it, but I want to see what happens afterwards. This could open a door for other creative people to go this route too. Like, there's there could be other classic movies that we like. They're like, man, I don't know if they can do a movie on it, but you know what? Maybe they can do a big budget TV series, and it goes on the streaming. That would be kind of dope. Like, they don't. The movies aren't everything. Like, obviously, this is a whole other thing. So. This is exciting to me. I'm rambling, but I can't wait to see. Kudos to uh, actually, kudos to AT and T for making this happen and and and, and uh, pulling the coats of those Warner Brothers executives and saying, "No, you're gonna do what we want you to do." <laughs> Damn that! So this is great news, man. I'm excited. Anything else you guys want to throw in? 
Nah, I'm good. Uh, huh? In my opinion, I, I'll say this. People keep comparing it to MCU, and I mean, it's, it's fair because DC and Marvel have been battling for what, 50, that was 60, 70 years? But these films can exist without having that, um, that total influence from the MCU. And the people that complain about these cookie cutter Marvel films, then you should be glad that this is being made. You should be glad. People that keep wanting to say Disney is a, a monopoly, you should be glad that this is happening. It might not be the film that you want. It might not be um, the style. The can It's not in canon. But you should be glad and supporting this because the more diverse, successful work out there, the better. Yeah, I mean, if you're a fan of comic books, then this is a win for you. And that's me. I'm a fan of comic books. So I love them all. I love Marvel. I love DC. Uh, I love some of the Fox movies. Uh, I you love Bloodsport or uh, Bloodshot. I finally saw that. I, I thought the movie was just okay. I'm glad I saw it at home. But I'm glad they made that movie. Like I, I'm a fan of that book. I've read that book many times. So it was cool to just see, hey, they tried. You know, it's a, again, it's a comic book movie. I'm going to watch it anyway. I don't have to, you know what I mean? Like, I like the genre, so I like them all. I want to see them all get a shot. Some are, you know, Daredevil, the original movie was trash. Uh, Electra was trash. But I'm like that they can still make it. They don't normally throw trash comic book movies out now because it's such a, you know, big thing. You really got to come with your shit. But to me, this is a win for comic book movies. It's a win for fans, in my opinion. Again, they doing this because the fans demanding it. You really thought Daredevil was trash? The first Daredevil, yeah, yeah, man. I didn't, I didn't really, I didn't. I care thought for it was okay. Everybody except Affleck was was good. Well, he's Daredevil. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's not the worst movie. I mean, it's not on the level of Catwoman. <clears throat> it's not on the level of Electra oh. or Electra, but they can do. Way, they they have done way better. The TV series is way better than that movie, in my opinion. But I mean, again. This is a win. Like I said, this is a win for fans, man. Like they actually listened. Now, again, you can argue, uh, is it is this going to be detrimental? Like when people start arguing about the money, I, I don't give a fuck about that. I don't, I, I don't make the money, so why would I care if it makes money or not? Is it going to be entertaining for me to watch? Do I want to see Superman on the screen and Batman and Flash? Yeah, I do. Uh, do I like all of the interpretations? No, but. I'm all for it. And I'm going to salute my man Ray. Was it named Ray Fisher? Cyborg? Oh, he's about to get his comeuppance. Because <laughs> a lot of that movie that was cut was his stuff. And I think he was one of the first people uh, Zach called and said, yo, you ready? It's time. So that's a salute to that brother. He, maybe he comes off really great when we see all the scenes with him and his mom and dad. Maybe like, you know what? Go ahead and give him his HBO TV show. We're gonna, we're gonna go ahead and do that. Yeah, and, so when I'm saying Zach needs twenty million to complete this, I don't understand that. Well, because he shot the movie, but it didn't have all the effects weren't done. So they still oh, got to go in and do all the special okay. effects. Yeah, they're gonna do color grading, uh, the soundtrack, and again, they're talking oh, about okay. re they're talking about shooting additional stuff to maybe do this whole TV thing. So they see to me, they just see the investment of it, like. Listen, we need something on this streaming channel. Twenty million, thirty million dollars. Shit, that's a little piece of their marketing budget. 
Let's go ahead and get that. They ain't got nothing else. What else they got that's going to make you want to get HBO Max that you can't already see? Nothing. So, and to me, I'm like, if we just look at HBO, and what is, when you think about HBO TV series, what do you think? Do you think they come with trash usually, or do they come with a high water, the bar is really high for them? Which one do you guys think? The most part, they about great quality television shows. Exactly. I mean, you just saw The Watchmen. Exactly. So they're going to put their brand on the line. And they say, well, we need some hot. And it's got to be on this level. I'm expecting this to be on some shit. Because that's all they come with. Even the shows I don't care for, other people, people be clapping at me. Like, oh, did you see, was it True Detective or something? Is that on HBO? One of these, some of these shows. Yeah, true detective. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm, a, I'm cool, but I. Oh, you gotta watch that. Uh, did you see the Prattles? Uh, did you see the Wire? Did you see uh, Issa Rae? They don't, they don't be putting up bullshit. And they're not in a position to be putting up bullshit to lead off they, one of their biggest moves as a company ever. So, we'll see. But I'll be right there, <laughs> and I'm talking shit. And. You know, I, I love watching. This is the other thing. It exposed a lot of these YouTubers, man. I don't know what's going on, but these cats have been spending months telling you that, oh, this, they ain't going to never do this and it doesn't exist and whoop de whoop and Then the day it gets announced, everybody's changing the goalposts. And, well, I, I said that it wasn't a finished cut. I didn't mean that it wasn't. <laughs> stop it. Just take the L, keep it pushing and keep moving. You're making your credibility. I said, my man, Jody's Corner. I don't know if you've been keeping up with Jody's Corner, uh, Ampu. He out here looking crazy right now. That's my guy. Whoa, what did he say? He's been going hard on Snyder Cut the last couple weeks. Like, he ain't never happen. And then, obviously, it happened. And he's backpedaling on the streams arguing with the fan base they calling them out he he don't want to take the he's on it with love he's on his <laughs> cue heavy <laughs> and you know it's predominantly not people of color that be watching them shows and they're lighting his ass up they got people making videos going in him uh andy signor and my man john campia he's another one couldn't he can't take the l he's you know, respect to Jody, but when he clicked up with Andy Signor, I was like, I don't know if you, I don't know if that's the move. I don't know if that's the move. I mean, I, he I can understand the play, but I agree with you. I know Signor supposedly has been exonerated from that harassment stuff, but I'm still like, they don't fuck with him. They don't, they don't fuck with him. But it, I get it though. I get it. But I just, yeah, anyway, man, let me get off the of Snyder cut. Yeah. Act like I'm getting paid off it or something. <laughs> <laughs> Find a way, homie. <laughs> you should no, be doing you, your reaction you trailers point. at all. You made a good point because HBO has a pretty strong track record of not missing. So yeah, let's uh, let's see how they how they do this. Yeah, if nothing else, it'll be exciting to watch to see what happens. But anyway, moving right along, uh, the big story. <laughs> that has been going on the last 24 hours has been this Joe Biden breakfast club interview with Charlemagne that went down uh, early Moron. Friday morning. And the, the interview itself, in my opinion, I felt like Joe Biden was just kind of 
he wasn't necessarily answering questions and just started. He, he's doing this politician shit and just kind of running, going some other way with it. And I kind of was wishing that Charlemagne would just kind of cut him off or just like, nah, man, we, we don't even hear that shit. You know, had the same energy he'd be having with other people that be on the show. Looking back at it, he did pretty good with it. But the part that everyone is talking about is toward the end when uh, Joe Biden's one of his people on the side is like, oh, cuts off. Oh, we're going to have to go run out of time. And Charlemagne says something like, oh, no, you can't do that to black media. You know, and, and Biden's like, oh, I do that to white media, too. And, and, and Charlemagne, I'm paraphrasing. He's like, like well, uh, I still got a lot more questions for you. And Biden's like, well, if you can't make up your mind to vote for me or for Trump, then you ain't black. <laughs> mm. And just that little part right there, pew, I knew watching that. I was like, oh, this, <laughs> and this is where you, you know you fucked up. You know you done fucked up. <laughs> you know you done fucked up. <laughs> they should have had that dude to the side just off of camera. You know you done fucked up. <laughs> But I said that if you didn't vote for me, I know, but you, you know you're fucked up. You're fucked up. And of course, that just, you know, you know the, 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 the Republicans, they was like, ah, oh, yeah, ha, ha, sending the Kraken. You know, they were ready to hit. They were like, got him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Got him. <laughs> yeah, they was ready. And then, but he got hold it from both up. sides go ahead, go ahead. Hold, hold up they were super ready i don't know how quick they got a website they got a <laughs> picture with a t-shirt that says you ain't black joe biden <laughs> yep yeah oh they yeah they got out quick and they was quick on social media they had that clip bam like a minute after it went off the air boom it started trending and going in and Listen, here's my, my quick take. I'm going to go to Big Sexy Nick. I'm, not, I'm neither a Democrat or a Republican. You know, I, I'm, I'm on that. Let's, let's sit down at the table and chop it up. And what can you do? You know, what can you provide? What, you know what I'm saying? Because you want this vote. You want this other LGBT vote. You want whoever vote. They usually somehow they chop it up or somebody's breaking bread or something. But I take offense to Biden to even think that it would be cool for him to say what he said. I don't necessarily disagree with the statement because a lot of black people will say that. But he doesn't have the burden or been through it for him to say that to black people. To me, I would think he is intelligent enough to know that if I say this, this could come off as mad disrespectful. Even how it would come off just to himself, like, man, I respect these people. Why would I say something like that? I have much respect for those people. So to me, he was like showing you what he really feels like. I don't give a fuck about these people. I'll say whatever the hell I want to say, goddammit. I'm Joe Biden. What they gonna do? Not vote Democrat? Nigga, please. That's what I I, I could see him say, nigga, please. <laughs> They're going to vote no matter what anyway. So, I'll, so so what? I'll say whatever. I can tell them to their face, you ain't black. That's what I have a problem. Like, you can't. So, so to me, like, you feel like that's cool to say, then what else do you think? Like, you don't care enough for how people 
how black people think that you would say some wild shit like that. It's the same way if I have white friends or I have white friends, none of my real homies that are white, they would never say the N-word around me. Not that because uh, I would trip out or something if they said it. I'd probably say it to them. But because they have so much respect, yeah, I wouldn't say that to you, Mike. That shit is foul. That could, it just don't look right. Like, eh, that's, that would be mad disrespectful just between me and you, even if you was cool with it. I got too much respect for you that I wouldn't even allow you to, you know what I mean? Like, nah, I wouldn't say that. So that's how I look at him. Like, these guys, he's foul, man. I was like, eh, I can understand he's done good things and stuff, but you got to question some people when they just on a basic level, they can just throw some shit out like that on a major platform at the high stakes that he's in. Where's his thought process? Where's, where's the real game about a person if you could just say some wild shit like that when this is the biggest point of your career and you're trying to get to the president of the United States? You're supposed to be smart. So that's my thought. Big sexy. I know you got something to say. <laughs> Earlier this year, the Surgeon General was making a statement and he mentioned uh, Pop Pop, Big Mama, and abuela and a lot of people gave him some heat for that when he all he was doing was being you know trying to relate to certain communities because those are phrases that are used a lot now let's let's look at what happened yesterday uh the president they're not elect but the candidate has come out and if you saw it he leaned all up in the camera yeah you ain't black you ain't voting for me are you out of your goddamn mind? Now, he can think whatever he wants. It is a bad look. And if you identify any group, you can't say that. You know, now, if you mentioned L the LGBTQ population. Had he come out and said, well, you know, you're not really down with the rainbow if you don't vote with me. Really? He would have been over. No. He would have been over. No. You know, so it's just not cool. It is pandering to the umpteenth degree. It's like when Hillary had a little bottle of hot sauce. Yeah. And it's multiplied by like a billion. The guy's done, man. You know, he's done. Now, I don't know how the DNC is going to spin this. Uh, in fact, <clears throat> our resident liberal pundit Q-Storm put up a, a clip of a woman, I forget her name. I think her last name is Douglas saying, you know, pretty much trying to cape for him to walk this statement back. Dude, you don't need to walk it back. You said it. And you didn't say it out of context. This wasn't a third party saying you said it. This wasn't something taken, you know, off the record. No, you leaned in and got your shot off. Now, were you trying to be funny? Possibly. But, dude, you've got to be smarter than that. And if you don't have the, you know, the common sense that God gave a goddamn house cat, then you can't be president. You're not ready for this. I ain't voting for him, and fuck him. Let, let me ask Whoa. this question. Yeah, let me ask this question because you said something about LGBT. If he would have went up there and said just like, oh, so if you, don't, if you have more questions and you don't know whether to vote for me or for Trump, then you ain't really LGBT. You ain't really gay. Mm -hmm. he, I guarantee he'd be old. There wouldn't, be no, there wouldn't be no walking Done. back. There wouldn't be oh, yeah. no, there wouldn't be the LGBT uh, supporters talking about, he's just joking, guys. It would have been done. 
if he got up there and said, oh, you got more questions. If you don't know the difference between voting for me or for Trump, then you're not really Jewish. He, he would be done. There would be no Jewish person. Seinfeld, is Seinfeld Jewish? Yes. I, said, I, know, y'all, I know y'all be on his nuts. If Seinfeld oh. came... Oh. I'm just <laughs> Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. <laughs> I wasn't talking to you guys. But I know. But he's so highly... Uh, he's, I'm a hit dog. <laughs> he's highly respected in the game. But I guarantee you, Seinfeld ain't going to be coming out here tweeting... Give Biden a break. You guys, can't you just tell the difference between some jokes? Nope. They would be like, if you don't get show, but what, get your ass in, on cold, <laughs> you'll be done too. They don't even play the, there ain't no jokes or it's out of context or he couldn't come back. I was, maybe I shouldn't have just been so cavalier. Cav- They'd be like, no, you're done. We don't play that. And that's how I want us to be on that same energy. You just said it, own it. We're not mad. You're done. That's cool. Next. And we don't Where's Hillary at? Yeah, yeah exactly. Who at? <laughs> but he's done. But he's just, that's okay. No, he's, it's, it's, it's cool. It's over. We don't need nobody to be caping. And, oh, oh, you guys all just getting so, what are you going to vote for Trump then? See, they don't even, they wouldn't even do all that voting for Trump. They would have been like, no, we're Jewish. He's over. You're not playing that your ancestor's card or they had us in this uh, bodies burnt. We're not playing that. It's, it's a, it's a, it's a no go. So we need to be on that same energy. Damn it. He's joking. Why don't you all just get, come on and vote so we can get Trump out so we can be Nah, damn that. Why don't we just all get on code? Nah, it's over and we'll figure the rest out later, but we're not figuring it out with you. Go ahead. Ample. So you got me hot. Yeah, my, I was going to say, you think he's been on Telemundo or Univision talking about if you don't know the difference between me or Trump, uh, you ain't La Raza? Yeah. <laughs> you, <laughs> but I, I'm, giving the, I'm giving the scared straight tilted head look. <laughs> but I mean, my, my thing is, is that one, that interview wasn't an interview, in my opinion. Charlemagne would ask these questions and he's like, yeah, that's a good question. But let me tell you about my record. It's like, okay, well, what about, okay, well, let me tell you about what I did here. And it was just kind of like, okay, you're not answering any of these questions. You're just spewing your talking points. And the thing was, is that clearly, because I think he actually picked up the paper. And I'm going to go ahead and tell this joke. You should have looked, you should have kept that paper down. Because when you went off that script, you fucked up. Because my, my thing is, is that charlamagne what led to his response was charlamagne said we'd love to have you on the show and when you come to new york we got some more questions for you and he's like and then he's like oh, oh i'm gonna go ahead and say it he was like oh how dare this negro he didn't even finish high school gonna question me it's me or trump and if you ain't voting if you need if you gonna even question voting for me you ain't black i got all the blacks on my team you know mm-hmm. south carolina remember so, so I mean, th- yeah, that's how I interpret it. You, you, you can get mad at my interpretation if you want. That fool should not have said it. And in my opinion, you know what? If the DNC is not going to do anything about Biden, fine. You're probably still going to get on no Trump code and vote for him. I'm not going to vote for Trump. But you know what? Damn sure you, gonna, you need to earn my vote. Because I ain't got no problem, you know, 
going down ticket, but not ticking the box for uh, for president. I ain't got no problem with that. I live in California anyway. My vote don't fucking matter. Keep that 1,000. So the black people and people saying, you know what, uh, Biden, what you said was effed up. We want, first of all, you didn't give an apology. You just said, yeah, that probably wasn't the best thing. And I'm sorry, if anyone <laughs> want to say that's an apology, nah, that ain't an apology. You think he would have yeah. said that to the Jewish community? You think he would have told them? Yeah, you know, I shouldn't have been so cavalier. They were like, no, I'm, I apologize. The words I should have, should have never been said. I can't. He would have apologized. But that's neither here nor there. Let's get back to the fact that, you know, there are some people saying that, well, what he said is true. Okay, you're probably right. It might be true for 90% of black Americans. But that motherfucker don't get to say it. We get to say that shit. He doesn't get to tell us that your blackness is determined by empowering him. And last time I checked, hey, Mark, is Biden black? No. Mike, is Biden black? Hell no. So how the hell is empowering, <laughs> choosing to empower and not empower you is a, is a mark on my blackness? You don't get to determine it, and that's the insult where you get to get to sit. As Mike has been saying, where you get to sit there and say that no matter what, you gonna vote for me because what else you got to lose? <laughs> that's essentially what he said. <laughs> he was on his trip. What else you got? To, you don't want him, so yeah, you gonna go ahead and take that. And it's infuriating. And what's even more infuriating is when you got someone, Jamel Hill. I love Jamel Hill. I thought she was done dirty, but then she puts up this tweet. The issue wasn't what Joe Biden said because it was accurate that ain't accurate voting for one white man over the other don't don't uh determine your blackness it also was clearly a joke that didn't land really really so when trump is up there you gonna stop uh you gonna you gonna say these are jokes clearly not landing it's amazing what we would put up with when we feel that there's something uh, that they're on our side and then you got Simone Sanders. You know, I don't know the sister well. She's she's stumped. And but the thing is, the, she's tweeted this. The comments made at the end of the Breakfast Club interview were in jest. How about the comments made at the end of the Breakfast Club interview are disturbing? But let's be clear about what the VP was saying. And I'm like, okay, you. There's nothing wrong with calling them out. We may end up still supporting them, but there's nothing wrong with calling them out when they fucked up. And the last point I made about this, someone made the point of, well, it's true, black people say it themselves. Yeah, we get to determine that. Hey, just like when uh, Kanye was hugged up with Trump. Couple points. Black people didn't, a majority of black people didn't stop fucking with Kanye, not because he was hugged up with Trump. It's because he was saying some stupid, dangerous, anti-black stuff. That's why a lot of people said, fuck Kanye. Second of all, black people said, fuck Kanye. Not Biden, not Jon Stewart, not Steve, uh, Jimmy Kimmel saying, yeah, you know, black people don't fuck with Kanye. We determined that. There's a clear difference. Yeah, man, I hey. Dropping the mic. <clears throat> I, I just kept thinking again. If he got up there and so it's a joke. Oh, I got a joke for you. I mean, if you don't know the difference between voting for me or Trump, then you can't really claim you're he or she. Then you're not, you know, trying to tell somebody the gender. That, then you're not really a, you're not really a she. You're still a he then. The operation didn't work. Ha 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 ha. Boy, they bring your ass a new one joking on them, the gender, all that stuff. 
How, why don't you tell some jokes about those people? And just laugh it off as jokes. Well, see, he wasn't talking to anyone in that community. I'm quite sure right. that he would be, he'd feel more than comfortable to make that. Well, actually, now he's learned his lesson, he would not do that. But it's amazing he tries yeah. the material with the so black they, people, Yeah, right? I'm say they, they, they do all that with us. We're the guinea pigs. <laughs> he's like, okay, we can't do that. Let me cross that one out. That don't go over well. I was trying to understand. Well, I understand why, but listening to the interview, I was like, why go on The Breakfast Club? Like, what, are you trying to get the people who listen to The Breakfast Club to vote for you? How are you? Didn't, you don't know the room, man. Like, <laughs> you sound like you're you somewhere else talking. It just didn't. I didn't understand when he just kept running on and on. Like, dude, we know. Didn't his his black people that work for him? And I know they do. They should have said, "Listen, they're going to come at you with with the, with the argument of tangibles and to see concrete plans. You can't really go up there and filibuster. It's gonna. They're going to use this shit against you. This is a different time now. You can't." Just say whatever the fuck you want to say. These people are going to hold you. And I know they're mad. And you're probably right. He's probably mad that how Derek or Charlemagne can be in a position that have so much power over, you know, the campaign that I have to go talk to this guy. But that's the, the world we live in. And I love because everything is so open now, there's not much of a gatekeeper anymore. You can hear the Bryce Watkins, the Tyreek and the Ados coming out of Charlemagne's questioning and stance. And I understand before you would have never gotten those types of questions to those candidates because those people would have never been in the room. Those ideas, they would have been, you know, a very uh, censored group of people that get to answer those questions and they're not going to jump off script and ask some real shit. They're going to keep it, you know, this is just a fluff thing. But we live in a world now that, nah, can't get away with that. The game has changed. These other voices, which we can't stop, have influence and their thoughts and uh, ideas are seeping through to some of the people who we have approved to be the people we talk to. And now we can't. And, and because it's going out live, you can't edit that shit. Can't cut that part out. And you don't know what they're going. And, and if you're not really prepared, you're going to say something off the cuff that can just ruin you, which is what happened to Kamala Harris. Right. If you Remember. What are you gonna do? You have anything for black people? No. <laughs> <laughs> See, at that moment right there, she fucked up. Probably didn't understand that this shit is different now. I can't just come off and be saying some shit that they would probably would have edited or they would never ask. She got comfortable. She was talking to the root. She probably thought, oh. This is the root? Oh, that's cute. Okay. Yeah, I'll do the interview with this young sister. This, this ain't, <laughs> that's, this, that's cute. Yeah, this won't be nothing. This is probably not you can even really go out nowhere. And she got in there talking and got comfortable. That sister roped her in and hit her with them, hit him with them body blows and to see what she said. And, and no. And she <laughs> she's like, oh, this is probably a part that you no, we're gonna run with that part. And then the internet gonna run with that clip and they're gonna keep playing it. And they're going to force you to answer it or you're going to have to step out when people are not fucking with you. And that's what happened. That's what, this could happen with Biden. I don't, there's, not a, there's no other person that's going to run. But this was a blow to him. And they got to realize that you can't just be saying any little thing because the Internet, you can't stop it. They're going to hammer you. The other side is going to hammer the hell out of him. And so imagine your base is going to start hammering. It's going to make people answer. Like, Man, maybe I shouldn't think like that. 
And that's what I say. When you have all these other voices out here who have influence, it's a different game. So that's why I love that Charlemagne even introduces the whole tangible conversation. Even Diddy, by what he did, it looked like he sort of forced Biden to come with some black plan all of a sudden to acknowledge shit. I, okay, he got people asking questions. Let me come with something. And then let me go on Breakfast Club and double down on it. But yeah, you're going to have to watch what you say. They're going to have to muzzle these cats uh, moving forward because this shit can be dangerous for them uh, if you say the wrong thing. So we're in, this, we're in a different time in the campaign. This campaign is very different. You know, it's very different than before. So we'll see what happens with them. If he had just come out and owned it, and let people ask him about that the idiotic quote, and he had stood there and taken the heat from it, and genuinely apologized. I could see people say, "All right, yeah, you fucked up, cool," but he's not doing that. That's true, because it was a it was a quote from something else he did. He didn't even. I don't see. I'm on his Twitter. <laughs> I don't see anything from him. I don't see him doing another interview. He needs to get in front of another black interviewer and address specifically what was said and he needs to be made to uh, understand this is why this is important you yeah. can't just uh take our vote for granted as a given and like we owe it to you because of your record because that's i mean that's the other thing he kept saying look at my record uh yeah let's look at your record you voted you authored and you voted on bills that had a detrimental effect on uh, the black community like the question Charlamagne asked was is like why won't you you know own or step back uh not step back, but uh, you know like hillary clinton did you know we called hillary out for the crime bill she said yeah that was bad this that, and the other and she was gonna work to get rid of it why won't you do it he kind of it's like he it's like a blow to his ego nah i didn't do it it wasn't my bill that did it it was the state yeah you don't want to take the l and i'm like Dude, you trying to tell me the fact that the state increase incarceration has absolutely nothing to do with the federal law? Come on, come on, bro. Come on, bro. Yeah, if he was, so, if his people were smart, they'd have him uh, Monday or Tuesday morning get right back on there with Charlemagne and mm-hmm. extend it and, and, and address mm-hmm. it right at the top. And just like Big Sexy said, you know, I was wrong for that. And you know what? Let's sit down and talk. I'm here to talk. I'm not. We're not. We're not rushing. Let's get into it. If, if he could totally flip it around and probably win a lot of more people back and be like you know what shit he came for he came he didn't waste no time he got right back to where it started and finished it and moved forward that would be the smartest play he could do just go right back on there and, and start and, and he and he come out his mouth he said you know what Charlamagne before you begin let me just address the people and say woo 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 and get into it and let's talk about the black agenda. Even if what he says, you don't like necessarily the answers, but just to sit down and actually answer them without running off on that would I would highly respect him at that. But you know what? That's right. That's how you do it. He owned it as a man. And, he's, and he can tell you to your face, well, I can't do this. I might not be able to do that, but I can't do this. Whoop, whoop, whoop. Fuck with me. Or not. But I respect, you know what I'm saying? But I, re- I respect what you. So I, we'll, we'll see. Yeah, because right now, and this is the problem that a lot of people have, is, is that he's running on, the Democrats are pushing upon the black community, you don't want Trump. And you're right, we don't. But we want something. You know, we talked about, uh, it's funny because our sister Chloe Calvin in, in uh, the, the UK, she put up a post saying, 
You know, it's awful funny. Black people were asking for reparations and didn't get it, but all of a sudden they got a, they giving out stimulus checks to everyone. And I was like, yep. Amazing how that I didn't works. get one. <laughs> well, that's because you make too much money, sir. <laughs> it wasn't for you. It was for our broke asses out here. But yeah, you know, and, and you just you just think about that like, okay, answer about reparations. Do you, they put them on a put them on the record? Do you believe the uh, the black community are owed reparations for slavery? What could you what could, now? Here's the thing: it probably never will happen. But what can you make happen to atone for that? You know, I mean, as far as monetarily, not giving just a blanket check. I mean, there are some things, there are some uh, um, legislation that they can make to, to, to help empower and build up the uh, the black community. But, you know, majority of us want that check because I'm like, you ain't got no problem giving it other people checks. So it's like, yeah, address these things and fully be aware of where people are coming from, the plight that's been going on in the black community that has been caused by the Democratic Party. If you look at the legislation that they put out. And it to- and totally address it. Don't just think that you, you we owe you like somebody said. We don't owe you our vote. And don't get to treating us like oh that vote is yeah I'm Democrat so you got to give me that vote. Give me something for it. The same way you walk into those Wall Street um, offices and you're like yeah I got your vote. What you gonna give us? The same way when you out in Hollywood and doing those thousand dollar ten thousand dollar a play i'm sure they ain't doing it for free i'm sure they like okay yeah we need some uh some more tax breaks when we do these uh film in atlanta or in all these other places or we might have to keep bringing it out to uh vancouver so we the same way You're like yeah we gonna yeah we gonna vote for you uh over trump but it ain't gonna be free and that's and i don't see what is wrong that, that's the main thing i don't get what is wrong for black people saying our vote ain't free there's nothing wrong with it. We got to convince people in their minds that they don't think black people are worth it. That's what the problem is, in my opinion. And that goes for blacks and whites and wherever, anybody else. They don't think that black people are worth all that. Why do all that for the blacks? That's to me where it all stems from. <laughs> the same reason oh, he would say what he says, the same reason a black person would cape for his, or even reparations. Oh, well, why would you do that for blacks? Uh, you don't need that. You need it. We think less of black people in this country. That's just a fact. Everybody does. So, because again, uh, they're not going to do that to any other group. They, they'll tell you some stuff to shame you into doing things, but they don't shame anybody else. As far as I know, I don't see them shaming the Jewish community. Your ancestors did this, or they're shaming the gays, or shaming the, shaming the Mexicans. Just shame the blacks into doing it. Because that's what, I mean, shouldn't you people be happy? That's how it comes off. Of me. Like, you got enough. You're, you're free. You're in America. Exactly. Just, you, you need to do this. <laughs> that's, that's, how, that's how it all plays out to me. But when we Remember start thinking of ourselves, yeah, when we start thinking of ourselves on a higher level, then that type of conversation will leave. The conversation, the, the assumption is you better do something for these people. Otherwise, they're not going to give you something. The same way when people, have the, uh, they assume, oh, that guy is white. Of course he should be this. This is how they see you. When you see all these videos, viral videos, it's because their assumption is, I'm white. God damn it, what are you talking about? I'm, you can't arrest me. Or how dare you? T- what do you mean I was speeding? Or what do you mean I can't go and shop in this place? COVID thing. I'm, huh? 
I'll fight the cops. The assumption they carry themselves on such a high regard, they're uh, they're uh, offended if they can't do what they want to do. We don't think like that, and we and they don't think like that about us. And until we change that, that's when we change all of this. In my opinion, we need to go and ask. I'm black. What do you mean? I I being pulled over? I, huh? You know, when we can get on that level, how they do when they do it. Then, then we'll have a level playing field. But until that day, we'll think that we're lower than them, and they'll always think that we're lower than them. Hashtag 400 years. Anyway, he got my soap up. Shout out Yang Gang. <laughs> All right. Anything else you want to talk about before we get up out of here? Uh, there's something, unfortunately, it's really disgusting to talk about, but uh, Boozy Badass. Who? But you know Boozy. I know you. Go oh, ahead. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> so um, he went up on his live last week and just revealed some truly disgusting shit that, unfortunately, people have, uh, some, some men have said, no, nah, I don't see nothing wrong with it. He went on to his uh, live and said that, hell yeah, I make sure uh, my, my sons and my nephews are straight. Hell yeah. When they was 12. I got them. I got them some bad chicks, some big grown women. They went and sucked this dick, and they were grown. And hell yeah, I made sure my my kid, uh, my nephew, my kid, and my nephew. And I'm looking like, is this nigga serious? Is this nigga serious? Now, I would say that if I was 12 and my pops gave it to me through the mindset of a 12 year old, I'd probably be like, oh hell yeah. But as I get older, and now as a 43 year man, three year old man. I would be like, why the fuck would my father do some dumb shit like that? And even further, it's like the reason why he's getting further called to task is he's really putting out for social media consumption for the public to see that this makes him a good father, that he hooked this 12 year old son and his teen nephews up with uh, blowjobs from what I got to assume were some sex workers. While at the same time, a couple of, uh, couple months ago, he was condemning Dwayne Wade for um, supporting his child be, uh, transitioning to female Zaya. And the fact is, and then I, I almost, like I said, I almost got canceled last week because I said the wrong word, or I didn't say the right words in my condemnation. The people who are saying, who are somewhat capable for this, like, yeah, you got to teach them young. I don't see nothing's wrong with them. While at the same point saying. Dwayne Wade ain't a real father for supporting this child through this transition. And just overall, I just look at it as, why are you putting this on this this boy? Because you don't know how he's gonna, how these boys are gonna react to being in a sexual situation with a grown woman that was orchestrated by their father. I I, I don't wish too much bad on people, but in my opinion, I feel like something needs to be done about that. Well. I, I agree with you. Uh, I find Bootsy entertaining at times, just listening to his antics and he does interviews. He's a very funny storyteller. Uh, but with that said, I don't know his music. Uh, I know he does some of those lives and he got the women dancing, naked and stuff. I mean, if that's for adults, that's fine. But this right here for the kids, uh, this is very troubling. And I can only imagine what would have happened if it was his daughters he was talking, if he has daughters, if he was talking mm. about his daughter. 
they should be taken a whole other different way, which I take them the exact same way because it just is terrible. But this is not, this is nowhere, there's nothing good about this. Uh, I, I question the, the world and the culture we live in where a dad would get on camera saying stuff like this. Mm. I don't understand if does he think that was going to get him clout or approval or a pat on the back or, or I don't know what he was thinking. Like, why would you do that? And then just the act of doing this, it's wrong, man. It's like these kids, they're not ready for that type of thing. It's just disrespectful to the children. That's just how I look at it. I, I, and, you know, probably nothing is going to happen. Because, that's the sad part. because going back to what I said earlier on the last topic at the end, that's why ain't nothing going to happen. We, we don't see each other as nothing. That's just some black kids. Uh, so we're not going to pull him, cancel him from the culture across the board. And, and if anybody else is going to, and they're not either. So Instagram is not going to shut him down. They'll probably shut him down if he had girls dancing, stripping naked or, but talking about sexual insulting your own sons, they probably not going to cancel him for that just across the board. This is the world we live in, man. It's a sad state of affairs. I don't know if Big Sexy got anything on that. Man. <clears throat> the gender role in this thing, like you mentioned a moment ago, if he had done this with daughters, he'd be in jail. Period. No ifs, ands, or buts. The fact that he got, he to this point has gotten away with it because these were young, young men. Doesn't make it right. Doesn't make it okay. Doesn't make it cool. He's out of his fucking mind as well. You know, someone from DCFS needs to come see his ass. Period. Yeah. All I can say is, brothers, we, we got to do better. You know, um, what, we th- what we thought is cool, some of the, the traumatic experience that we experienced or heard about, you know, it's okay to say that was wrong. And it's even better to say, we're not going to do that to the next generation. Cause you know, they deserve to be kids. Let them discover their what? sexuality, their sexual experience themselves. There's no hurry. Yeah. And you shouldn't be, <laughs> that's just, I can't comprehend you buying, if you're having some chicks paying for some chicks to come over or even just allowing some grown women to have sex with your son. That's, that sounds, that sounds crazy. I, what else are they doing? If, if, if your morals can have you do something like that, what else are you doing? That's, I, don't, I don't even see how you can go any lower than that. Like, I'd be scared to be around a person that did that. Because I don't know what the hell. You get down like that with your kids and no telling what you do to a grown person or somebody. You might not walk out of that camp. So, yeah, that's some wild stuff, man. I mean, I didn't. What part of hip hop was that? I missed that. And this is a grown nah, hip hop. Don't need to take the L for that. Well, no, I'm just saying it's, the culture should just. That's what I'm saying. They just need to cancel him out. The culture, like eh. the same as smoke as we can give Biden, it should have been harsher for this situation. Because I don't I'm talking about children. It's wild to me. It's crazy wild. But anyway. Sound like a, uh, uh, somebody could say like, well, Mike, you're on your, what about black on black crime? 
I'm on. <laughs> I'm on my. These are fucking kids, man. This is sick. Damn that. But anyway, all right, man. I think we've had enough for today. <laughs> and Pooh, where can they find you online? Find me at Twitter and Instagram. And Ampoo has a recommendation, Little Fires Everywhere. Uh, my sister, Kenisa, uh, put it on Facebook, and I ignored it. I finally watched it uh, with my daughter this past week. I, I highly recommend it. It stars uh, Reese Witherspoon and uh, Kerry Washington. Um, set in 1997, it has a lot of generational and uh, parenting stuff in there. I don't know if you'll, you'll like it, Mike, but I think it's worth a watch. All right. All right. Uh, Big Sexy. Well, the usual haunts, Facebook, Mark Wiggins, uh, Instagram, Mark Wiggins 2, Twitter, WSE Mark, and in the can. I've done my first Michelin review, so be looking for that. Flying solo, trying to, you know, put in my two cents here. So be on the lookout for that as well. Awesome. Awesome. All right, ladies and gentlemen, there you go. You already know, working like a job. We'll see you next time. Peace.